This is the Best of the Adam Gold Show podcast, brought to you by Coach Pete at Capital Financial Advisory Group. Visit us at CapitalFinancialUSA.com. Would you consider the Chiefs underdogs? Well, first, I just want to say, Victoria, what a song choice. I love the paper rings, Taylor Swift. All right. Uh, great, way to, great way to enter the show. It, um, it is great. By the way, paper, paper rings, isn't that what Kyle Shanahan has? Oh, because he, uh, he hasn't won yet with the with the real ring back in the way. <laughs> I mean? uh, something like that. I'm just I'm just throwing shade at somebody at this point. Um, are the Chiefs underdogs? Um, I I would agree exactly with what you said. Whenever Patrick Mahomes takes the field, I don't know if the Chiefs should ever be underdogs <laughs> because every you know every time you kind of doubt the Chiefs, he just finds a way to get it done, and he's best player on the planet and if it weren't for um you know a few super bowl wings away from tom brady i don't think it's it's not even too soon to say he's the best quarterback of all time i mean he's just he's an unbelievable talent and he wins so if uh i don't see how the Chiefs are on their arms see here's here's the thing about it because there's two different conversations here and to bring it home we could talk about it in terms of unc basketball Tyler Hansbro is the most accomplished player maybe in UNC basketball history. But if anybody really thinks he's the best player that ever put on that uniform, they're nuts. They're just crazy. There have been probably 15 players who were better players than Hansbro. But what Hansbro and teammates accomplished in his time stands above everything else. We're going to say that about Armando Baycott and the the numbers he puts up. Um, But it's possible that Mahomes is playing the position better than it's ever been played, even though Tom Brady's got, what, seven Super Bowls. Is that fair? I agree, because there's always kind of the argument within, you know, us NFL people would always just drool over watching Aaron Rodgers' film. Because you watch him make plays, you're like, <laughs> I, I can't do that. Right. And um, and so it was always, well, Tom Brady is the greatest quarterback of all time, but Aaron Rodgers is the most talented. But then come along Patrick Mahomes, and it's like, this guy might be more talented than Aaron Rodgers, and he's on trajectory to catch up to Tom in Super Bowl. So, um, yeah, I mean, I think in football terms, you think of Tim Tebow, in the sense of arguably the greatest college football player of all time, but is he truly the you know the most the best one? Probably not, but he just accomplished a lot. Where Mahomes is kind of the the best of both worlds. Where not only is he winning Super Bowls and AFC Championships and all that, but he's arguably um, the, the most talented that's kind of ever probably ever stepped on the football field. Who is the best college football player that ever played? Is it Tebow? It's hard to argue against it. I mean, the guy won. It, it, it's just what you define as the best. Is it right. the most talented or the guy that wins? And, and Tebow had a way of winning, um, but I think it's probably safe to say there's been a lot of guys that are, are more talented than what he was. Can I? I'm, I'm going to say Bo Jackson. Bo Jackson is the last college football player that made me go, are you joking? Are you um, Adam, I know we're both bald, but unfortunately, that was kind of those before my time. Wow! Wow! That's that's Mike Glennon calling me old. 
<laughs> absolutely just just shot me down calling me old, which is fair uh, because find the lie. Um, uh, all right. When you watch Brock Purdy, because this has been th- this has come up. Our friend Cam Newton, I say our friend like uh, I've ever spoken to Cam Newton. For all I know, you guys have a great relationship. But Cam Newton on his uh, YouTube show, which I think is called Fourth and One, put Brock Purdy into a game manager category, which I don't really disagree with, and it doesn't have to be a negative connotation because I think there are great quarterbacks that are in that particular category. When you look at Brock Purdy, what do you see? Adam Golden Studio with my man, Coach Pete DeRuta, Capital Financial Advisory Group. Financial advice industry can be overwhelming for a lot of people. Is there a way to be sure you're getting the best service when you don't know? Yeah, Adam, it's not just if you gave the money to a planning team and they did good the first year. I mean, anyone can do good for one year, but it's a track record and it's a long-term accounts that are very important. We call that a financial fill-up strategy, Adam, and that gives you lifetime income you can never outlive. We'll put together for you, the listener, your very own total retirement plan if you call right now. Call and claim your comprehensive review with Coach Pete and the team, 888-843-0013, or text ADAM to 600-700. Adam Gold is a paid spokesman. Investment advisory services offered by Capital Financial Advisory Group, a North Carolina registered investment advisor. I see a, I'd probably say top 10 quarterback in the NFL. I mean, I, I don't, I get the game manager. I get that. He's not going to wow you with his athleticism. He's not going to wow you with arm strength, but it's almost in a sense, Drew Brees for me. I mean, I, I watched Cam Newton piece and he, he brought some, some good points, but basically it was like, if you're not, a um, dual threat, then you're not a game changer. Like, I don't even think he included Tom Brady, Drew Brees, Peyton Manning in that, in that game changer where you can do a lot of good things and win a lot of games by being very accurate, getting the ball out on time and making plays with your legs when you need to. And when you watch that NFC championship game, I mean, Brock Purdy's legs played a huge role in that yes. game. So um, I, 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 he, yes, he has one of the best play callers in all football. Yes, he's got Christian McCaffrey, and, and then he's got Trent Williams on the offensive line. He's got George Kittle. He's got Debo Samuels. He's got Brayden Ayuk. But at the end of the day, he's facilitating the ball with top-tier precision, which is hard to do in the NFL with guys right in his face. Um, I like his game. I, I think he's I unfair. And it, he also seems like he's got some swagger to him. Um, that that is contagious, and and you can tell the guys believe in them. I think we get we get caught up in labels, but what's interesting to me is that the 49ers and and now I'm forgetting who they the Lions was the second game, uh, and I watched Ravens uh, Chiefs and wondered where Lamar Jackson was. Like I knew Lamar Jackson was playing. But for some reason, Lamar Jackson wasn't doing Lamar Jackson things, whether it was by design or Jackson just deciding that he wasn't like maybe he tried too hard to be what people demanded to see of him, which is you have to win from the pocket. Well, you have to win. Nobody cares how you win as long as you win. And Brock Purdy did all the things that Lamar Jackson was supposed to be doing. What he had like sixty yards rushing on scrambles, no design runs, sixty yards rushing in the in the second half. A lot of those late in the third quarter into the fourth. So we did see a lot of those a lot of those other things. I I think Purdy is uh, just kind of an old school timing passer too. He throws to spots and he expects his receivers to be there. And he's a great fit for Kyle Shanahan offense and. 
Exactly what you said. He throws the spots, but that is nowhere near as easy as kind of people are giving credit for. A lot of these times you watch the replays and you see how early he's throwing the ball before the receiver's even out of the break. And I don't think people realize how difficult that is and how much trust and, and precision that takes. I mean, there's a difference between being accurate and being precise. And I feel like he's a precise quarterback. Um, and because of that, it doesn't wow you with the eye. But in its own respect, that, that to me is someone that is a game changer because when you put the ball right where it's supposed to be, you know, that 15-yard play turns into 25, and that uh-huh. 25-yard catch can turn into a touchdown. So those little ball placement details can be the difference, you know, in a win and a loss. Mike Glennon is joining us here on the Adam Gold Show. And I'm not comparing Brock to these. You already mentioned Drew Brees, and I don't think it's fair at this point to compare him to Drew Brees. Uh, but Joe Montana didn't wow anybody athletically or with this howitzer arm. Uh, he just put the ball exactly where it was supposed to be, uh, and it was always a catchable ball. Um, you know, even Tom Brady didn't doesn't wow anybody uh, with his physical gift. He's tough as hell. He was as a player, but nobody – he was never wowing people with that. And I would argue about Peyton Manning too. But these guys were – I mean, these guys had advanced minds. Uh, I look, first of all, who do you like in the game? You know, Adam, I will give myself out of the back. We were down at DCNC, and it was probably, I don't know, week eight, and he said, who do you like for the Super Bowl? And I said, as long as Pat Mahomes is playing, I like the Chiefs. And back <laughs> in my mind, I was like, man, I don't know if the Chiefs actually have it this year. But I'm, I'm going to stick with the Chiefs. I just think that Patrick Mahomes is the best player on the planet, and their defense is, is very good as well. They kind of get overshadowed by Mahomes in the offense. And um, I – I do like the 49ers. Um, they're deep at all positions, but to me, the, the, the X factor is having Patrick Mahomes on the field. It just, it, it just does come down to that, which is why teams desperately try to find that guy. So let me ask you this. Uh, it seems that there are three quarterbacks at the top of this draft. If we're including Jaden Daniels, that's fine. Um, Caleb Williams, Drake May, Jaden Daniels from what you have seen from these guys is there that guy among those three I mean to compare to Patrick Mahomes that's tough because like we're saying this might be a once in a, a generation yes. truly a once in a generation type player I do think Caleb Williams has some qualities that are rare to find the the um Big play ability. I mean, the guy makes throws that are, are truly wow throws. So I, I think Caleb Williams can be the guy. I'm kind of curious how his personality carries over into the NFL. Um, I don't know him at all, just from observing from the distance. Um, I'll just be curious kind of how he portrays himself to his teammates and to the media and all that. Um, so I think of all the guys, Caleb Williams is the guy, but uh, Jaden Daniels, watching him this year, he can play. Um, I didn't know much about him. He's kind of like a skinny kid at Arizona State that went to LSU. He, he can throw the ball, and his straight-line speed is Lamar Jackson-like. Really? So he's got rare speed. Uh, he's just got a small frame and wonder if he can take those hits. And then Drake May, I think, is, is going to be a very good player um, as well. But he, uh, 
to me, he can make all the throws. It's just more about being consistent because he would miss some throws that at, at the next level he's going to have to make. So, so you would, so you think Jaden Daniels is ahead of Drake May, which is fair. You know more about this than I do, Mike Leonard. Uh, Jaden, um, Dan- I wouldn't say he's ahead of him. I would not be surprised if a team prefers him over Drake because he has rare speed. He has a rare quality um, that's hard to find. Where I think Drake checks a lot of the boxes, but might not have that you know um, one quality that's like we. This is not common. Uh, to see in the NFL. All right, uh, I'm going to ask you one final question. I want you to fill in the blanks about the Chicago Bears who have the first pick. The Chicago Bears would be blank to not draft Caleb Williams first overall. They would be, one more time, the Chicago Bears would be blank to not draft Caleb Williams first overall. I don't think one word fits. I, I could see it working both sides. I mean, you saw what they got out of the Panthers last year, and they can double up again. And, I mean, they can win with Justin Fields. Um, I do think Caleb Williams is a better player than Justin Fields, but if they get an offer that blows them away, it might make sense for them to uh, stick with it. But at the same time, I, I don't think it's um, wrong to have to go with Caleb Williams, obviously, because he's, he's maybe not Mahomes, but he's a special talent. There were a lot of words to put in that blank, Mike Leonard. I appreciate your time, though. Uh, all good. And you did. I do remember. You said, uh, you know, as long as Patrick Mahomes is playing, and that was a long time ago, and it was uh, cool for you to uh, uh, name drop where you were. Uh, I was there, too. That was a long time ago. I didn't realize it was that long ago. Uh, I know you played a lot better than I did the next day. Um, Mike Leonard, I appreciate your time, as always, my friend. I'll talk to you soon. Thanks, Adam.